0: Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Have you heard the news? Well, let me just start by saying that this has been a crazy year, and uh, it has been a big year for me in particular when it comes to UFOs. Of course, I've been involved with UFO research for many, many years, Uh, I've been a speaker uh, twice at the International UFO Congress, which is the largest UFO event that happens every year in the world, as far as a conference is concerned. Um, I've written books about the subject, and this year, earlier this year, I released a video report called OUFOs, A New Discovery, And this was based upon about four to five years of research in Puerto Rico where there is a great deal of UFO and USO activity. And there is some stunning Homeland Security video footage that was leaked showing some of these craft zooming around an airport in uh, Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. And then here I am out here in Las Vegas. Uh, This is my second trip to Vegas this year. And yes, uh, one of the reasons that I have been in this area is to meet with people who have some insight into the UFO phenomenon and the back engineering attempts that are being made to try to take some debris and uh learn more about how it works and so right here lo and behold in the midst of this as i talk to you from my hotel room here in vegas and hopefully cell phone signal is okay we have this breaking story from the new york times which is absolutely fascinating it is about a mission by officials at the pentagon of a secret program to study and try to examine and even back-engineer uh, what amounts to UFO debris and related technology. And uh, th- this article is uh, its sort of mind-boggling. I'm going to read some little portions for you in a minute, but the gist of it is that, um, of course, Senator Harry Reid, who was the head of the Senate, uh, the senator from Nevada, he played an integral role in forming this program officially in 2007 called the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. Again, that is the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. And he did this in conjunction with not only some other political leaders in the Senate, but also um some civilians, most notably Robert Bigelow. And if you've been following the UFO field for seriously for any length of time, you should know the name Bob Bigelow. Bob Bigelow has an aerospace company here in Nevada, and um he is absolutely convinced that not only are there aliens, but that they are here among us right now. In fact, earlier this year, I watched an episode of 60 Minutes in which Laura Logan interviewed Bob Bigelow, and he said that he knew without a doubt that there are extraterrestrials here, and in fact, she said, so do you think if we go out into outer space, we're going to bump into aliens? And he kind of laughed, and he says, you don't have to go to space. He says, they're right here under our nose. And now you're talking about a guy who has uh, such credibility that, I mean, he is working very closely with NASA right now on creating um, expandable additions to spacecraft and things like that so here you have a guy who has had his own encounters whose family members have had encounters and he says i don't care if people believe me or not this is the reality this is what's going on and so bob bigelow is friends with senator harry Reid, and so um they they kind of work together with other members of the senate to create this thing this program which was secret it started in 2007 and they spent over 20 million dollars of official black budget money on this. And then supposedly they're disclosing this because they say that they stopped that the funding for the government funding for this program stopped in 2012. However, the program still continues to operate. Now that's kind of weird, isn't it? Because you might think like, "Well, why would they do that?" Why would they stop funding it but continue operating it? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because that whenever you are using taxpayer money, even if it's on the black budget, um, you have a certain obligation at that point to disclose things, a certain amount of accountability to disclose things to the public if a proper inquiry is made. You don't have to do that, however, as stringently if the fund's Come from private sources instead. And so it would make sense that this program officially dissolved in 2012, but they say clearly in the article that it is still ongoing. And uh, to give you an idea of how all this really ties into uh, Robert Bigelow and what's happening here in Las Vegas, I want to read a couple paragraphs for you. Now, again, this is from the New York Times article. Under Mr. Bigelow's direction, the company modified buildings in Las Vegas for the storage of metal alloys and other materials that uh, Mr. Elizondo, who was the guy in charge, Mr. Elizondo and program contractors said had been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. Researchers also studied people who said they had experienced physical effects from encounters with the objects and examined them for any physiological changes. In addition, researchers spoke to military service members who had reported sightings of strange aircraft. goes on to say, and this is a, a gentleman that they're quoting here, quote, we're sort of in the position of what would happen if you gave Leonardo da Vinci a garage door opener, said Harold E. Putoff an engineer who has conducted research on extrasensory perception for the CIA and later worked as a contractor for the program. Quote, first of all, he tried to figure out what is this plastic stuff. He wouldn't know anything about the electromagnetic signals involved or its function, end quote. Isn't isn't this astounding that this is in a, a mainstream New York Times article? Um. I won't read any more from the article, uh, and, and of course, this news now is spreading all over the place. The Guardian picked it up. Um, so what they're, you know, they're clearly saying is there are buildings right here in this town where I am in Las Vegas that have been modified specifically to store debris that has come from UFOs, and they're doing all kinds of tests with it. They're trying to figure out what it is, and uh, and then what a great analogy. You know, if you gave a garage door opener to Da Vinci, you know how how could he imagine what he was looking at there, out of completely out of context for his time. So, um, I, I definitely hope that all the people who are involved with this article at the New York Times um, have seen the video report that I did earlier this year called OUFOs. If you have not seen this yourself, just go to Google and just type OUFOs and it should come up. Just put in my name, Joshua P. Warren and OUFOs or you can go to joshuapwarren.com and you can click the news section and there's a direct link uh, at the top to the video and some other information and a press release because I think it ties in very nicely, considering when the New York Times released this article, they also released a uh, video clip that shows some um, some fighter pilots, I guess, uh, encountering a very weird object. Let's see. Uh, it says, okay, this is a okay, it's video of a, an encounter near San Diego between two Navy FA." 18F fighter jets and an unknown object and this was released by the excuse me the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program so um, the footage they have here is interesting but not nearly as fascinating as the footage captured by Homeland Security um, in Puerto Rico so these dovetail together very nicely and i want to tell you something again while i'm here in las vegas uh, i am meeting with people having conversations about this uh i have been approached by certain people asking me if i might be interested in becoming more formally involved in helping with this research and um i'm i'm looking into those options but i will tell you right now um uh I would love the opportunity to do whatever I can to see some of this and apply some of what I know, um, because I do know a lot that could be helpful. But anyway, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you think, wow, well, now that the cat's kind of out of the bag, um, there are some other people that uh, Joshua should talk to while he's in Vegas and some other things he should see while he's in Vegas. Go ahead and contact me. I'm going to be here probably for uh, like, I don't know, another week. Um, And then you can just go to uh, my website, joshuapwarren.com, and scroll down to the bottom. You'll find my email address there, and let me know. But this is the sort of thing that I've been telling you for years, that other people have been telling you for years. Um, Yes, there are weird things flying around out there. We don't know what they are all the time. Um, Sometimes they crash. Sometimes we get pieces of it. And those pieces end up here, in many cases, not too far from Area 51, being studied. And uh, this is great because when things like this make it out to the media, it makes it less uh, of a stigma for other people to come out and talk about what they know. And we need... We need this to happen because um, I've always thought that it's very unlikely that some type of mass disclosure will voluntarily happen, uh, that that some official in the government will come out and say, here's what's going on. But in this Internet age, information just sort of sometimes just pops out there and, and you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And so that's what is required if we're ever going to know um as a collective society just what the heck is actually out there what's flying around us and uh is there a way that we can you know take this information and do something positive with it uh, who knows But uh, anyway, that's it for today. I look forward to getting your feedback. This is called Joshua P. Warren Daily because I record one of these eh, just about every day. They are always short. They are always free. And you can subscribe through my website or you can follow me on Twitter and I will usually tweet when a new one is posted. So thank you for staying curious and I will talk to you again soon.